0: Welcome back, everybody, to Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. You can also follow us on YouTube. Got some great video content. Our YouTube handle is at L.A. Rams Up. You can follow us on Instagram as well. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Well, how about that, Ram fans? Our Los Angeles Rams rally. For a 17-16 win over the Las Vegas Raiders, man, that was one of the most entertaining. Well, you know what? It actually wasn't a very entertaining game at all, but the last few minutes, that was a lot of fun. The Rams rally down 16-3, score two touchdowns late in the game, and pull out the win, breaking a six-game losing streak. That was a lot of fun. Not so much fun for the Raiders, who probably saw their playoff chances slip away. What a year for them. They have lost games to the Cardinals that they led 23-7 with 8.15 left, to the Chiefs and the Jags, games that they started up 17 to nothing, and now to the Rams when they led 16-3 with 3.30 left. And what a horrible way to go down for a team that had won three straight and was hoping to keep it going and make a playoff run, the Rams possibly putting an end to that. And it was especially fun given the amount of attention the announcers and the broadcasting crew gave to the fact that the Raiders, the Raiders, how do they put it? They find SoFi to be their sort of kind of Airbnb that they still own Los Angeles and on and on ad nauseum. Makes it that much sweeter to see the Rams come away with a win in their home stadium. And you got to give shout outs to so many guys on this team. I mean, obviously Baker Mayfield, a gutsy performance. Kind of nice to see your NFL team being led by a viable NFL quarterback. And Baker Mayfield is that he may have his flaws. He may have his shortcomings. We all do. And all NFL quarterbacks do. But he is a playmaker, and when he's on, he can be a very dangerous guy, and the Raiders found that out the hard way. Gotta give a shout-out to Baker Mayfield and the defense. Man, I'm going to get into some player props later on, but I gotta start this podcast out with a big shout-out to the defense. They gave up that first long drive, and it was kind of like, here we go again. Long drives, ending in a touchdown you going to give up long drives, hold them to a field goal at least. So that was a bad start for our defense. But then after that, they pretty much had their way with the Raider offense. I mean, the Raiders had their moments, but that Raider offense really struggled. And this is a defense without two of their best guys up front, Ashawn Robinson and Aaron Donald. Greg Gaines, who I had called out last week, shame on me, had the game of his life controlling the middle. Josh Jacobs, I mean, he's a great running back, but we held him in check for the most part. He had a ton of carries, barely averaged four yards per carry, and held the Raiders to three field goals after that opening touchdown. And Ben Skowronik, what what can you say about Ben Skowronik? He had a tough go in his rookie year. I think a lot of Ram fans had seen enough of him already. And what does he do tonight? Seven catches for 89 yards. A couple of brilliant catches. And Tutu Atwell, five catches for 50 yards, starting to look like a real playmaker. Van Jefferson, just the two catches, but the big touchdown catch. Kyron Williams and Cam Akers both had their moments. Cam Akers had the fumble, of course, but overall had a decent game. But Baker Mayfield, it's got to be all about Baker Mayfield, right, extending plays, surviving in a pocket that was collapsing around him all night long scrambling for his life at times, making plays on the run, and finding his receivers over and over again in crunch time. Man, everybody stepped up this game. And don't forget Matt Gay, again, hitting a long field goal, missing from 61 yards, but come on. Just a great win for the Rams, and what great fun too. Now, someone had said on Twitter that Wolford should get the start, and I kind of agreed with that. I thought Wolford should get the start, and he actually did, but My comment was, it'd be so much more entertaining, though, if Baker Mayfield played, and I guess I got that right. I'm going to review my fearsome four keys to the game. Now, these were all called out by me without knowing Baker Mayfield was going to play at all, let alone this much. But fearsome key number one, something the Rams have been trying to do all year, make the opposition eat up clock and then force field goals. And we got that right, not on the first drive, But for the rest of the game, nailed that. And we needed to run the ball. We did a little bit. Again, with Baker Mayfield out there, it kind of changes everything. We don't have to lean on the run quite as much. Found that out early on. Made a couple long completions. I mean, his halftime stats were nothing to celebrate. But you could tell he was an NFL quarterback capable of making throws. And uh, the Rams weren't necessarily going to lean on the run game or have to lean on the run game. With their defense playing the way they were, though, uh, I think the announcers got this right. Rams can stay in this game with with just some effective running and some play action and maybe Baker Mayfield making some plays, and that's what happened. First, key number three was continue to be creative, and I don't know if we really succeeded at that. It it was different with Mayfield out there. Uh, We weren't really creative. We were spontaneous, I think. I think uh, Mayfield was ad-libbing quite a bit, but it was working, especially at the end there. And fearsome key number four, I thought we needed one big play by somebody. And, you know, there's not one signature play in this game. The Rams made five or six really critical plays, and the Raiders made a couple of big mistakes. That penalty on the punt was a game changer, kept the Rams' hopes alive. That'll definitely come up in my big plays of the game in the last segment of this podcast. Those are my fearsome four keys to the game. And, you know, I don't even know if they're valid without Wolford and Perkins not playing and Baker Mayfield out there. But number one was key, leaning on our defense to make the Raiders eat up clock and kick field goals. That's what we did, and it worked. And even though our offense came through at the end, we really have to salute our defense in this game. What an effort. What a great game. All three levels. We didn't get to Derek Carr at all. Put a little bit of pressure on him here and there. Chased him around a little bit. But other than not getting sacks, this was an A-plus effort by our defense. My prediction, by the way, was Rams 24, Raiders 23. Not too far off. Each team got one less touchdown than I expected. Go through some team stats here real quick. Mayfield ended up 22 for 35 for 230 yards and the TD. Derek Carr, just 11 for 20 for 137 yards. I have a feeling the Raiders were thinking, you know what, let's run the ball and hey, let's embrace this. We'll run off the clock. We'll run time off. The Rams aren't going to be able to score on us. We'll just hand the ball off to Josh Jacobs, uh, hopefully get a couple touchdowns, a couple field goals, and we're going to win this game going away. But They just settled for too many field goals in this one. The Raiders dominated the first half as far as time of possession and yardage. But by the end of the game, just a 302 to 282 yardage edge for Vegas. The Raiders ran the ball 38 times for 165 yards. Josh Jacobs doing much of the damage. So great win for the Rams. The losing streak is over. Our Rams are back. We can start enjoying Rams football a little bit. Now the Rams have 11 days to prepare for that Monday night game in Green Bay. Green Bay will surely be favored, but I don't care what the point spread is. I'm taking the Rams and the points in that one. Good times are back, at least for 11 days. Rams get the win. We're going to be back in a minute with our game capture. We'll run through every possession more or less. And then we'll come back with our final segment, our player props, big plays of the game, and some additional notes on the coaching and refing. And, yes, I have some notes on the refing for sure, but we'll definitely have a lot of player props. And I think I kind of gave away a lot of them, but we'll revisit that. Lots of good stuff to talk about. Good times in L.A. Rams 17, Raiders 16. walk you through this game here. First half Raiders opening drive 12 plays 75 yards mostly on the ground. The big play was Devontae Adams beating Jalen Ramsey 32 yards up the right sideline. Ramsey actually had pretty good coverage just really difficult to defend that play. Josh Jacobs ends up scoring from two yards out and the Raiders have a quick 7-0 lead. Rams' first possession, John Wolford's the quarterback, Akers picks up nine yards on first down, but then but then neither Akers or Atwell can convert, and the Rams have to punt three and out. Raider's second drive, they settle for a 52 yard field goal, figuring, hey, maybe that's all we need to put this game away. They're up 10 to nothing. Baker Mayfield takes the field for the Rams' second possession. He connects with Van Jefferson for 21 yards. Rams into Raider territory, third and two, a deep pass to Atwell. At first, it looks like they're going to call pass interference, but they pick up the flag, and the Rams settle for a 55-yard field goal. Matt Gay connecting from way out. It's 10-3, and you feel like the Rams might have something going on here. A quarterback who can connect with receivers down the field. What a novel concept. Raiders, on their next possession, move the ball deep into Ram territory, getting big yardage on runs on the edge, sweeps and such. But they stall at the Rams 14 and pick up a 31-yard field goal. So it's a 10-point lead again, 13-3. to Rams' next possession may feel 22-yard passes to Atwell and Skoranek, that second one on third and 13. But Akers fumbles on the next play, and the Raiders have the ball back up their own 17. Really costly fumble by Akers. Rams had a chance to cut the lead to 13-10. Vegas once again drives deep into Rams territory. Adams getting another big reception over Ramsey. This one for 35 yards. Very similar to the first one. Well defended. Not much Ramsey can do. But on third down from the Rams 5, Carr drops back. Gaines brings pressure and actually bumps the offensive lineman back into Carr just as he's throwing it throws a lollipop into the end zone and Ernest Jones intercepts and shuts down that drive. Rams have the ball and run out the clock. So they're down 13 to 3 at halftime and on the one hand you have to feel kind of happy that they're only down by 10 considering the Raiders have outgained them 235 to 95 yards. The Rams have a quarterback who's only been in town for two days but on the other hand Akers doesn't fumble that ball. This game could be really tight, but we go to halftime. Raiders 13, Rams 3. First possession of the second half. Rams pick up a first down on a third down pass to Austin Trammell, but then Rams go sack, a scrambling throw away, and another scramble for no gain, and they punt. Rams defense starts to step up. Actually, they've been playing pretty well this whole game. Gave up that opening drive for the touchdown. Other than that, been playing pretty well. Vegas starts out with pretty good field position after the punt at their own 42, but a holding penalty. They are forced. They are backed up to a second and 20. Jacobs picks up 15 on a draw. Carr scrambles on third down, and but Bobby Wagner denies him on the sideline, and the Rams hold a three and out. Vegas punts. The Rams pick up one first down, but then have to punt. Vegas, another 3-and-out. Even though they picked up 8 yards on first down, the Rams hold. Ramsey on the coverage gets the best of Adams finally. Late in the third quarter, Rams get a big call on a pass interference on a pass to Atwell. They get backed up on a hold. So it looks like they're going to have to kick a 46-yard field goal, but Coleman Shelton, after the play, called for a personal foul. And Matt Gay misses a 61-yarder. So once again... The Rams flushing possible points down the toilet. It's still 13-3 Raiders. Raiders get the ball back and they're at midfield after the missed field goal. They pick up one first down and then another on a fourth and one keeper by Carr. But the Rams defense stiffens and after the field goal it's now a 16-3 Lead for the Raiders. Now this is where things get interesting. The Rams are forced to punt. It looks like a three and out, but offsides on the punt gives them a first down. Really strange play by the Raiders defensive lineman. They're not bringing pressure. They're obviously setting up for the return, but the offsides gives the Ram the first down. A pass to Kyron Williams and another one to Ben Skaronic gets them to midfield. Another pass to Skaronic and on third and four, an offsides gives them another first down by penalty. On 3rd and 10, on 3rd and 10, Mayfield to Atwell to the Raider 11-yard line for a first down. A short pass to Akers barely gets the first down at the 1, and Akers scores on the next play, and now it's Raiders 16, the Rams 10. Things still look pretty dim for the Rams, but they force a 3 and out. They get a stop on 3rd and 1, and the Raiders punt and the punt bounces at the 20, looks like it's going to go out of bounds, and Brandon Powell lets it go, can't really blame him, and it rolls all the way down to the two-yard line. 145 left. The Rams are down by six points. They have 98 yards to go, and if you've been watching this team all year, you're probably thinking, hey, this game's over, but this team's a little bit different with Baker Mayfield on the field. He throws an incompletion, then picks up eight yards, then a pass is intercepted, That pass interference is called, and the Rams get a first down at their own 22. On first down, Mayfield is sacked, a loss of nine yards, and then after the play, a Raider defensive lineman knocks the ball out of his hands as he's getting up. An unsportsmanlike conduct plus it stops the clock, and the Rams have a first down at their own 28. And then Mayfield hits Ben Skaronic for 32 yards to the Las Vegas 40, another 9 yards to Malcolm Brown, 8 yards to Skaronic. Mayfield spikes the ball, and then on second and 10, he hits Van Jefferson, ripping up the left side for a 23-yard touchdown, and with 15 seconds left, the Rams have tied it up 16-16, to the extra point, and they have the lead. 17-16, to incredible. They have come all the way back to take the lead against the Raiders. Remember, they had a 1st and 10 at their own 2 with one forty-five left, a backup quarterback, backup wide receivers, two backup offensive linemen, and they get it done. They beat the Raiders 17-16. Taylor Rapp has a game-ending interception on the next possession. Things are pretty hopeless for the Raiders at that point. Nine seconds left trying somehow to get into field position to kick the game winner. It's not going to happen. Rams close the deal. They win 17-16 in incredible fashion and break their six-game losing streak. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. And if you're looking for a week 12 same-game parlay, how about this one? Right now, Texans plus seven against the Dolphins. The over-under is 45. The Texans have the worst rush defense in the league, giving up 181 yards per game. First of all, I think the Texans plus seven is a good bet, and I think we're going to go with the under on that point total of 45 for a couple reasons. Both teams are going to try to run the ball. That'll shorten the game. Damien Pierce has a good chance of slicing and dicing this. Dolphin defense. So both teams are going to be running the ball. So take the under on the point total. Take the Texans plus seven. And I'm going to say take Mostert over on the rushing yardage. He's going to get plenty of action against this Texans defense. And how about this? If you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code TPPN, place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game You get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Let's start this final segment with my fearsome four big plays of the game. And you know what? This is really difficult. You know, after the first half, I had narrowed it down to five or six plays. And through about 25 minutes of the second half, I had no additions to this list. And then (laughs) then all hell broke loose. I'm just going to go through a bunch of big plays. I can't narrow it down to four because those last five or six minutes were just too crazy. The first big play of the game was that Carter Adams pass over Ramsey for 32 yards. That was a third and five play, led to a Raider touchdown. They go up seven to nothing. I thought Matt Gay's 55-yarder was a big play. Kept the Rams in the game a little bit, gave us a little bit of life. Ten to three Raiders after that. Then, of course, the Akers fumble deep in Raiders territory. It was 13-3 to at that time. Rams score there, close it to 13-10. to That would have been big for this Rams team that's been struggling so hard to score points at all. And then the penalty on Coleman Shelton. And that was a double whammy. Not only did it cost us probably three points on the field goal, but it set the Raiders up at midfield and led to another field goal, giving them the 16-3 lead. But then in the second half, actually late in the fourth quarter, there were a bunch of big plays, right? Perhaps the biggest play of the game was at offsides on the punt. I mean, the Rams are in deep trouble punting there at that point in the game. To recap, there's about 11 minutes left in the game. Rams are at their own 32, fourth and three, so they punt. A Vegas defensive lineman jumps offside, giving the Rams a first down. And from there, they drive for a touchdown. Just pecking away at this Raiders defense. 10 yards to Kyron Williams, 14 yards to Skowronick. And then another big play. Fourth and goal at the Vegas 2. A little short pass to Akers and he struggles, barely picking up the first down. Game over if he doesn't get it there, probably. But he does. And on the next play, Akers scores. To make it 16 to 10. And then the next big play on the ensuing possession. Second and nine, Jacobs picks up eight yards, setting up a third and one. And the Rams' defense stuffs Jacobs on the next play. Ernest Jones, Bobby Wagner denying Jacobs a first down. And with two minutes left, the Raiders punt and the Rams are pinned back at their own two-yard line. And so what happens from there? A couple big plays on this drive. That unsportsmanlike call on Jerry Tillery. Mayfield had just been sacked getting up with the ball in his hands, and Tillery knocks the ball out of his hands, gives the Rams a first down, and stops the clock. Horrible play by Tillery. Starting to feel even a little bit better about the Rams' chances now. And on the next play, sure enough, from the Rams 28, 32 yards to Ben Skowronik. Biggest play of Skowronik's career. It's a 3-9 team, but for a young guy like Skironic, that's a play he'll never forget. And then, of course, on second and ten from the Las Vegas 23, the touchdown pass, Mayfield to Jefferson. Those are my fearsome big plays. I don't know how many I called out there, eight or nine, a bunch in the first half, and then the last 10 minutes of the second half. Things got crazy. A bunch of big plays, and virtually all of them went the Rams' way. Any additional notes? From this game, worth mentioning, I believe at one point, the Raiders had a 98.8% chance of winning this game. Something like that. Crazy. Ernest Brown the fourth suited up and got some snaps in this game. I think the Rams trying to figure out that outside linebacker edge rusher situation. The uh, announcers are talking about Michael Hoyt and what he brings to the table and his shortcomings protecting the edge. So they have some other guys out there, Keir Thomas and Ernest Brown, trying to solve that problem. Not necessarily getting to the quarterback, but just providing some rotational snaps on the edge. But Ernest Brown the fourth, I don't remember seeing him in quite a while, but he had a handful of snaps tonight. Be interested to see how he graded out. I'm talking about grades. Can't wait to see the pro football focus grades for Bobby Wagner and Greg Gaines. They were both lights out tonight. And that leads me into the player props. I already went over this once in the front end because these guys deserved it. They deserved to be called out right from the get-go, and I did that. But just to rehash it one more time in this segment, because I always do, Greg Gaines, Bobby Wagner, Baker Mayfield, Ben Skowronik, Tutu Atwell, and you know what? The entire defense, for that matter, I'll be interested to see how the offensive line created out. They really struggled with those two edge rushers, Max Crosby and Chandler Jones, but who doesn't? Probably not a great night for the offensive line, but they got enough done in the run game. Talk real briefly about the refing crew. There was something a little bit off with them. They picked up the flag when Dixon got popped, and I think it was because he was on the move. And they picked up the flag on the pass interference, which... I thought could have gone either way, and I get it, picking up flags, but it was just odd to see two in one game. You don't see those very often, really, but maybe I'm overthinking this. And I also thought the holding call on Havenstein, hey, you know, keep the flag in your pocket on that one. It was barely a touch, although Havenstein did get away with a couple later holds, so maybe it was a wash. Can't comment too much on the coaching. Nothing stood out to me as questionable. I had one observation, though. Were the Raiders purposely leaving their kickoff short, trying to get the Rams to run it back, pin them inside the 25? That seemed to be the case, although their last kickoff was a deep one. Just a thought. Not sure what was going on there. Carlson can clearly kick the ball out of the end zone when he wants to. And the last thing I'm going to say about this game is uh, about the announcers. Hey, you know what? I like these announcers. Al Michaels, He's an L.A. guy. And overall, the crew is really good. But at times, it seemed a little too much like a Raider fest. Too much talk about the Raiders and how they're an L.A. team and showing the black and silver in the stands. I don't know. just seemed like it was a little weighted towards the Raiders, in my opinion. And I probably am a little oversensitive about that. Guilty as charged. But I don't like it. And that just makes it all the sweeter. The Rams coming away with a 17-16 win over the Las Vegas Raiders, the Los Angeles Rams, ending the Raiders' playoff hopes, very likely anyways. Rams 17, Raiders 16. We'll be back Sunday with a real short podcast, do a little loop around the league or something, a couple other little features I've been planning. So look out for that. And check out our YouTube channel. We're dropping YouTube shorts on a pretty regular basis. I think they're pretty entertaining. And of course, an occasional video. That's it for now. If you're wondering how I'm feeling right now? Go check out Baker Mayfield in the Rams locker room. The Rams and him celebrating the win. That's kind of how I'm feeling right now. That's gonna do it for this episode. Remember you can reach us at Ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. Visit our website at ramsup.com and don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at LARAMSUP.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there. Music courtesy of the YouTube Audio Library. Tracks featuring Bar Crawl by Track Drive, Buckeye Bonsai by Vans in Japan, and Crimson Fly by Hamama. Hama.